Welcome back to the 9 to 5 Fitness Podcast. We are super excited to be talking to you again. And today, we're going to be talking about how home gyms are the future. Of <laughs> <laughs> or, or are they? So, <laughs> we just wanted to um, give you a little insight into our thoughts on kind of what home gyms are going to look like in the future, especially with all the uncertainty around, you know, are gyms going to continue to be around? Um, I've just been hearing some things that uh, some people are saying, you know, commercial gyms are basically going to disappear. Nobody's going to want to go back to them. Um, you know, obviously many have been hurt and have, uh, closed due to um, the pandemic conditions. Uh, so we just want to talk about, you know, what's it going to look like? Uh, what are what are uh, our thoughts on, you know, the commercial gym atmosphere? And, um, you know, should you, should you even consider it in the future? Should you work on, you know, bolstering up your home gym as much as possible? What should you do? Uh, so we're just going to give our thoughts on the whole situation and see if we can give you some insight and kind of point you in the right direction on uh, what should you be preparing for, especially as we go through the holiday season, even though I know it's technically still summer, but that will become uh, come fast approaching. And then we'll have another new year. And so we'll have to figure out what we're going to do. Go back to the gym, get more home gym equipment. So hopefully this episode will give you some clarity and Sydney and I will just kind of give you, give you our advice on uh, how we feel about the current circumstances. So, sounds exciting, Sydney. Are you ready to dive into the home gym versus commercial gym? Uh, I guess it's not really a debate because we're not on one side or the other, but. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I've never been more ready. <laughs> um, so, let me give you a little bit of background first about kind of the status of the commercial gym since. We haven't talked about this before on our podcast, and who knows if anybody has even considered looking into it besides, uh, you know, the people that are in the commercial gym industry, which there are a lot of people in the commercial gym industry. There's a whole, um, you know, group that does a lot of research and support for the commercial gym industry. So there's a lot of information you can get if you're interested in knowing things like how many people have gym memberships, you know. What is the average cost of a gym membership? Um, you know, how many are there? Are people are more people going to the gym? Are less people going to the gym? So you can you can find out information if you want it. Uh, if it sounds exciting to you, <laughs> you can head over to um, website website called ursa i h r s a dot org, um, which is a uh, pretty big organization that supports commercial fitness facilities. So if you want some more information like that, go ahead and check it out. If you don't. Then uh, I'm just going to go real quick over some of the information I looked up about um, what's going on uh, with the commercial gym scene and industry. So uh, before this big pandemic started, um, commercial gyms were seeing a lot of growth. Uh, since 2012, there's been consistent growth in the millions of gym members. Um, that that means total memberships, total people joining it, joining a gym has been growing steadily each year. The number of gyms has been growing steadily each year. There's now probably more than 70 million people or one in five Americans have a gym membership of some kind. Um, the average cost 
again that that varies depending on what gym you go to but the average cost is fifty dollars a month and wow. uh yeah That's and uh yeah <laughs> and um most people would say that they go to the gym because it's more motivating um they can get some instruction and it's a place where they can you know connect with their community and a large portion of the reason why the gym industry continued to grow so much was uh, the fact that boutique fitness studios like CrossFit, Orange Theory have become very popular and done a good job of creating their own brands, which people have remained very loyal to. Um, so that's kind of what had been going on with the commercial gym industry. It was growing a lot, uh, showed no signs of slowing down, and the pandemic hit. Now, that being said, going into the future, which there's not a lot of people that are projecting what the commercial industry is going to look like. Um, but URSA, the website I mentioned before, puts a lot of research together. They support commercial gyms as much as they can. And they have a big plan to push the number of people um, that have some kind of gym membership to 230 million people by 2030. So basically in the next decade, trying to get a hundred more people, a hundred million more people to have a gym membership, and that's worldwide, not just in um, the U.S. So, one of the main ways that they want to help commercial facilities do that is to help the industry as a whole eliminate barriers to exercise, whether that means it's a financial issue or a logistical issue. And so one of those logistical issues, obviously, is because a lot of gyms are closed in a lot of areas and you can't even get into one. Uh, <laughs> so the one thing that gyms are doing now, if you, you may have noticed or not noticed, depending on if you have a gym membership or not, um, is a lot of companies have started to do online streaming of their services. Uh, even big gyms will have you know, their own workout app that you can use either at the gym or at home. So... They've done a good job of kind of branching out and adding these new virtual services um, for their members. That way they can hold on uh, to some of their members so that they don't, you know, number one, lose business uh, and potentially go out of business, which some have done already. Um, but their way to adapt and their way to continue to look ahead and kind of work together to, um, you know, stay ahead uh, of the game in terms of technology and what people are looking for, um, at least for me, has shown that I don't think gyms, commercial gyms, you know, studios, I don't think they're going to go anywhere. Like, there's a lot of people that are, you know, saying, oh, like, you know, the whole industry may die at some point, you know, because of the pandemic and people aren't, you know, going to be uh, afraid to go back into a gym with a lot of people and it's not going to be clean. Like, that's that might be you know being floated around, but um, the industry is very good at you know finding solutions for people, um, and I don't think uh, long term that that's going to really affect them that much. So I don't think gyms are going to disappear, <laughs> contrary to what <laughs> you may have may have heard. Um, wh what if they did? If they did, uh, then we'd have hundreds of millions of more people. <laughs> trying to buy more home workout equipment, which would be great for us. Um, <laughs> but that's just not something I see happening long-term in the future. So um, 
you know, opinion, Sydney, what do you think? Are they, are gyms in general, do you think they're going to become a lot obsolete? Do you think it's going to change significantly? Is it going to go back to normal? Uh, mean, what, are you, what are you hearing and seeing about all this? I, I mean, obviously, I personally hope not because I love going to the gym. Like, of course, I have some of my own equipment at home and I'm totally fine without going to the gym, but I like going to the gym. It's a social thing for me. It gets me out of the house. I feel like it keeps me more accountable. If I get myself out the door into the gym, I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm going to work out now. Whereas if I'm at home, sometimes I'll get distracted. I think gyms are a great thing. And I really hope that they don't go away. Um, But I feel like they, like you said, like they've already been doing a great job of adapting. Like there are a lot of online options now. And I've even seen a few of the gyms on just right on my street. I don't know if they're doing this everywhere, Um, but they have moved all of their equipment outside (laughs) and they're open. So I, I don't know. Have you seen that anywhere? I have. I've I've seen it multiple times, and the first time I saw it, I was like, "Wow, that's interesting." And I was like, "Would I do that? Would I would I want to go take a class outside?" And I was like, "I don't know if I would." Do. It wasn't like a "Oh no, I'm never gonna do that." It was like, "Hmm, maybe." I, yeah, I really don't know. Well, you know, like it I was. Mean, it's it was also just like different. over a hundred degrees right now, so yeah, <laughs> sounds a little yeah, unappealing, a, but yeah, cl- climate would be a big a big factor, or temperature would be a big factor for sure. But yeah, I have, I have seen that. The other, I heard this, um, another thing I heard too was, um, that there's been, and I don't know how many gyms are doing this. I just heard from one kind of smaller, um, it wasn't a CrossFit. Maybe, maybe it was, it was that type of training facility that, um, you know, same thing, gym closes, you have to close, nobody can come in. What are you going to do? And, uh, the team, I guess, you know, they, they basically lent out all of their equipment said, Hey, you know, it's just going to be sitting here, take it home and we'll coach you online using the equipment from our gym. So basically just loaned out the equipment to their, to their customers or their clients. And said, here, yeah. I mean, that's like like really trusting though. Like how do they know (laughs) that they're going to bring it back? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you'd have to have some pretty loyal, like dedicated customers where, I'm sure they have them signed something or whatever, but yeah. Uh, but the, the fact that they they went to that length to make sure that their clients stayed with them, um, it just goes to show that that industry is gonna it's gonna evolve. It's gonna take steps it needs to. It's gonna take risks. Um, you know, not all not everything that they do is going to work and succeed, but uh, you know they're gonna continue to make sure that they're doing whatever it takes to serve as many people as possible because the gyms do provide a great atmosphere to motivate, connect people, and just help the community uh, stay more healthy for those that do actually show up and work out. Yeah, I totally agree. I do feel like on the other side of things, though, I mean, obviously, way more people than ever are investing in home gyms, like, you know, us being in this business, like, we know that more than anyone. We've been crazy busy with orders. But I think you know, I don't think it's going to hurt gyms. I just think that that's going to give people even better options at home once COVID is over and we can go back to normal and everything. You know what I mean? Like, I I also don't think it's like just thinking like, oh, this will be over soon. I don't feel like that's an awesome excuse to not invest in home gym equipment either. I feel like that's a great investment and something that everybody should have because it's just going to 
open up your options and, you know, keep you more accountable. Like no matter what happens and where you are, you'll always have a way that you can work out. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit more in detail in terms of what we think about the home gym versus the commercial gym. And I have 10 different factors that I've listed here. And I just want to give um, our personal opinions about each one and just kind of let people know how we feel about, um, you know, the home gym compared to a commercial gym or a fitness a studio um, based off of each one of these uh, terms, just to give people, you know, our thoughts on, you know, how we feel about home gyms compared to how we feel about commercial gyms. And then we can kind of go through and see how it compares. Maybe one, maybe home gym has, you know, more factors uh, that benefit us. Maybe commercial gyms do and kind of go back and forth and compare about it. So um, the first one that I have is connectivity. So that can mean a couple of different things. Sydney, you already mentioned one of them, meaning that's, you know, kind of a social environment. You like to go get connected with people. Um, but the other part of it is connectivity from a you know technological standpoint. You know how are you connected virtually? You know through social media, um, through some kind of service, through notifications. You know are you connected uh, to your fitness facility or service or instructor? Um, so how do you feel about the connectivity in terms of a home gym versus or the home you know home gym slash working out at home? and going to a commercial gym? Well, I feel like, I mean, going to a commercial gym, if you have a personal trainer, like, I mean, that's going to be the best experience you can get because you're going to have that, you know, one-on-one coaching. Your trainer can see what you're doing. They can see exactly how you're moving and they can show you how you should be moving and how you can make little tweaks so that you're moving better which I feel like they can also do from home. Like we've had a lot of advances um, with the online options, but even, even with those being advanced, I feel like it is a better, literally no matter how you do it, it's going to be better in person. Yeah, I, I agree. You can't, you can't substitute proper instruction, at least not yet virtually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Maybe at some point, I don't, I mean, again, like you said, there's a lot of different technological ways that coaches can instruct, um, online, but, uh, there's just something different about getting that, um, you know, physical feedback, that, that touch instruction to kind of guide you through, uh, proper technique and how to, you know, modify your movements in real time, um, you know, immediately without having to listen and hear and go through just communication. So, um, but in terms of connectivity in general, I don't think techno, like technology has come such a long way that I think you can still feel like you're connected to the community. You know, if you've got an app that you're using and, um, you know, you can follow along with an instructor and you know that a hundred other people are following on to the same workout, even though you're by yourself in your home, you can still kind of feel connected uh, you know, to that, to that community, just like if you were in a group fitness class or something like that. Um, so I think technology has really, um, helped out with people that may not have felt as connected working out by themselves at home, uh, when they really want to be in that atmosphere where there's other people, um, kind of encouraging and kind of lifting them, lifting them up with, 
the energy that surrounds them. So, um, yeah, I'll, 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 I'm, I'm okay giving the connectivity part to the gyms because <laughs> they've, uh, they have stepped up in terms of the technology as well to kind of make sure that that stays a primary part of their service. Um, but I think it's pretty close. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we'll we'll give we'll give the connectivity part to uh, commercial gym. All right. Now, complete opposite. There are a lot of people that want to be alone when they work out. <laughs> they, <laughs> That's they go true. to the gym. They don't want to be bothered. They're tired of the crowds. They purposely go at times where there's not a lot of people. So there are all the, there are those people that don't like to work out when there's a lot of eyeballs around. Um, so in that sense, you know, if you're really somebody that wants to avoid, uh, the crowds and wants to be just kind of focused in on what you're doing with limited distractions, I don't think there's any better way than to start building a nice home gym. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Cause I know, I know it sounds weird, you know, like, oh, I want to be alone. Leave me alone. Don't bother me. <laughs> There are those people at the commercial gyms. No, and... I, I can understand. Like, I get in those moods sometimes, and I feel like whenever I'm in that mood, I'm like, you know what? It's a workout-at-home kind of day. <laughs> so, and, you know, sometimes some people, that's what they prefer. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, if you're somebody that's looking to kind of just be on, be on your own, you know what you need to do, you want to get in, get it done, um, you know, building a nice home gym would would probably be the best option for you now and maybe even long term, even if you were somebody that went back uh, that did go to a gym, um, having a nice home gym might be uh, a little bit more beneficial for you. All right. So you kind of touched on this next one, but instruction, I think we both agree in terms of getting proper professional instruction. Um, the best way to do that is going to be in person. Now, if, if you're not somebody that needs that high-level detailed instruction, there are a lot of um, services that will provide virtual queuing and coaching. Uh, we hesitate to call it, you know, you'll hear it out there all the time where it's called you know, personal training, online personal training, which in a certain sense, yeah, you can get some of that, uh, but it's not going to be as effective as being in person with a trainer. Um, you just can't substitute um, in-person training through any other means yet. So if you're gonna if you're gonna get instruction, um, the best kind of instruction, you're you're either going to have to have somebody come to your house, which I guess um, that could be a possibility still, and I'm sure people are still doing that. A lot of a lot of personal trainers do uh, in-home personal training, so that's not something that uh, you know, is, is rare. You can find that. Um, you'll just probably have to, uh, do some searching to see if you find somebody that's comfortable doing that right now. Um, but that is going to be the best case scenario in terms of proper instruction is going to be in person, either at a commercial facility, or you can bring that service into your home. Would you disagree or would you, do you think that's pretty straightforward? Oh yeah, I totally agree. Cool. Cool. Yep, I'm with you. We'll give instruction to the gyms. All right, next one. How about motivation? So you wake up in the morning. You're trying to get motivated. What's going to motivate you more? Having a home gym there ready mm -hmm. for you or knowing that you have to be somewhere for a workout? Oh, 
Oh man, that's such a hard one for me because I don't know. I'm motivated by both, but <laughs> I feel like I well, you don't have you don't have one right now, so you have only one option to be motivated. But if you had I both, know. what would be more what would be more motivating? I I think for me personally, I'm gonna say at home. I think if you don't have any equipment, then yeah, of course you're not gonna be motivated to wake up and work out or whatever but with the equipment in your house it's extremely motivating to be able to wake up and walk like five feet in my case because I live in an apartment and hop on a bike and just get to it like that's awesome to me driving to the gym to me is just like especially in the morning because I mean I'm a morning person but not when it's like waking up to do extra stuff I don't want to do which is driving to the gym I will hit snooze on my alarm and not go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I completely 100% agree in terms of the motivation to work out more often. Um, and that's basically because if you're at home and you need to go somewhere to do your workout, there's no visual cue of oh, I, I need to be working out. It, you know it's on your schedule. You planned it. You know the gym's there. You know your coaching and instruction is there. But it's still, it's out of sight, right? You, you're, you, it's maybe on your calendar. You may have got a notification. But if you're walking around your house and you see your gym equipment, you're reminded constantly, oh, yeah, I need to be doing my workout. Or, oh, I should have done my workout. Or, oh, I missed my workout again. Like, it's a constant reminder of, hey, you know, you, you bought me to accomplish something. Why aren't you using me? <laughs> um, so I agree. I think, uh, and especially working out a lot more from home now, uh, every time I look around and see the equipment that I'm supposed to be using, it's it kind of helps me stay on track, say, okay, I need to figure out when I'm going to get these workouts in because I'm literally looking at my kettlebells and looking at the bike constantly throughout the day so I'm always thinking about it which is a great way to kind of help um, stay accountable towards your workout schedule um, so yeah I'm going to give I'm going to give that to the home gym for sure in terms of just having it around uh, it just I, and again you, you might not be able to experience this if you don't have a home gym or if you don't have some good equipment um, but just investing in something small just to get so started like a few kettlebells, uh, maybe a set of dumbbells, um, just to have it there and put it in a place that's vis visible, you'll, you'll start to recognize, um, you'll be like, wow, okay, yeah, I bought those, okay, I ha had a plan to use them, what was my plan, and then you're just literally choosing <laughs> not to use them constantly because you're just walking right by them or, you know, maybe you hide them under your bed so you don't see them anymore. <laughs> So you're making a conscious choice not to do it yes. rather than have a gym membership that you just forget about because you don't even go. Um, all right. Next one, urgency. So this is a little different. Which ha Having one, which one makes it feel more urgent? Like you should go and work out. Like what's, what's going to get you to take quicker action? Having a home gym or having, say, uh, you know, commercial gym you go to for a class or for instruction, what's going to create more urgency to work out? Ooh, dang. You know, I feel like this one depends for me because if I was signed up for a specific class or I had a personal trainer, 
then that would definitely be a sense of urgency to me because I don't like to let people down. Like I have people counting on me. So I'm like, okay, I got to show up. But on the other hand, if I have my gym at home and I'm in a hurry and all of that, like it's much easier to just get on your at home equipment. You know what I mean? Like, plus you want to use it because you spent money on it. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel you on, on that one. I definitely agree with the urgency in terms of like missing a class or missing an appointment. Like that creates urgency. It's pretty, you know, and then you're, you're, you're making a decision um, to miss a class, not use a membership or miss a session and potentially have to pay for something you didn't use. Um, but I think in terms of ur- creating urgency at the home gym as well, um, this is one of those things that I think is evolving from an online service standpoint, whether or not you have a gym that provides online training, is they're doing a lot of live classes now. So you can get, you know, you can sign up, you can schedule a class, you can get a notification, uh, you know, you can have a community that's there as well. So you can kind of create that urgency where where you've scheduled a class and, you know, if you don't take that live class, you miss it. That's very <laughs> um, true. So you can have, you can create a little bit of that urgency now um, in your home depending on, you know, what kind of workout classes you're looking at. Um, so I, I feel like it's, especially if you have the option to bring in an in-home personal trainer as well, like say you, you went to the gym for personal training, um, you know, you can, you can have that same kind of urgency and accountability knowing that your personal trainer is going to show up at your house, you know, ready to work you out. Um, so I, I, I think it's pretty close in terms of the ability for people at home to schedule their workouts um, and get ready for a live class or schedule their, you know, put videos in their calendar like, hey, here's a reminder to join this, you know, whatever class that you planned on doing. I think it's, I think it's pretty close now in terms of see. Yeah. Um, so, I'll, I mean, sounds like you want to give it to the gym. I'll give it to the home gyms. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> We've been pretty much tied so far the whole way. I know. Okay. All right. How about flexibility? So how much flexibility do you have working out at a gym compared to working out with a home gym? You or know, how much flexibility I, I have could to you get... have? Wait, what? Or how much flexibility potentially could you have? Mm, I am going to give this one to the at-home gym because I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the gym with a specific workout in mind and somebody is using the equipment that I was planning to use. And I get so upset because I love working out and I get really excited about the workouts that I make. I get excited to do them. And then I'm like, dang it. And then I, I don't know. I don't have time to wait for somebody to stop using the equipment I don't, or I want to use. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not at the gym for like two hours. So then I have to come up with something else to do. Whereas at home, I have full flexibility and full reign over my equipment and I can do whatever I want whenever I want. Yeah, no excuses. Yeah. <laughs> unless you unless you just don't have the equipment that you want. To I mean, yeah, that would be a problem. <laughs> yeah, I would agree flexibility for sure. Um you have a lot more at home. Again, it does kind of de- 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 it kind of de- is um dependent on what kind of equipment you have at home cuz a lot of people have gym memberships because they don't have the equipment they want to use at home. But there's an easy solution to that. Get the equipment you want to use, and then it's always at your home. Yeah. Um, so if you 
if you finding that going to the gym and it just kind of being like Sydney, like you said, an experience where it's difficult to get in the workouts that you want to do, um, you know, then it's almost kind of like, well, what's the point? If you can't figure out, you know, the workouts you want to do, then you got to figure out how you're going to be able to do those workouts. And one way to do it is to get the proper equipment in your home. So then you'll be fine. There's nobody else that's going to come in your house and use your equipment unless you let them. Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you, you can have a lot more flexibility, especially since, you know, if you, if you join a gym and it has some equipment that you like to use, but then now you want to try this class or this kind of workout and that gym doesn't have that. Well, then now you got to go looking for another gym that does have that. And then maybe your training program will change or maybe you'll want to try something different and you'll, you'll keep trying to have to figure out where you're going to get the workout in that you want. Whereas if you have something built at home gym, you can keep you can keep adding um, to the amount of equipment that you want. Or if you are done using this type of equipment, you can sell it and get something else. Um, so you do have a lot more flexibility, I think, at home. Um, again, depending on what your goals are and depending on you know your home space and uh, what kind of equipment you desire and what kind of workouts you want to do. But yeah, I agree. Home gym definitely gives you a lot more flexibility. All right, what about convenience? Which one's more convenient, home gym or commercial gym? Uh, yeah, definitely at home gym for me. I mean, it's right there, full flexibility to use it. It's so convenient, any time of day. <laughs> yeah, that's this is a pretty this is a pretty standard um, uh, positive for home gym over uh, commercial gyms, obviously. You know, got to get up, got to get motivated, you got to drive to the gym, got to get ready, got to drive home. <laughs> it just takes so much more time <laughs> rather than rolling out of bed. And yeah, and then in a couple minutes, you can get right into your workout um, and then also basically schedule it any time of your day. Uh, so you don't have to worry about drive time. You don't have to worry about interruptions, you know, where you can't get to the gym, weather, whatever it is. If you're in your home, you have the option to work out as long as you got nothing else more important going on. So we'll give the check to home gym. All right. Got three more. We're almost there. Woo. How about comfort? What's more comfortable, going into a home gym or going into a commercial gym? Once again, at home takes the cake for me. I mean, it's just, it's really nice. It, it was kind of like that thing you said earlier with like, how some people don't like people watching them work out. I, I guess I don't mind because I like being social, but then there's that other part of me that's like, mm, it's just kind of comfortable to be at home and like in between my sets, I can just lay on the sofa if I want to and nobody's there to judge me. <laughs> at home wins for me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. This can kind of be a little bit, um, you know, what's your personal living situation look like? Um, you know, if you're, if you're not really set up to have like a comfortable workout space, you might have to work on, you know, making some space to actually get your workouts in. So as long as you have a designated workout area, and again, it doesn't have to be super big. Um, but as long as you have a designated workout space where, you know, okay, this is where I can comfortably move. This is, you know, maybe I have to move this you know chair out of the way, or maybe I have to move, you know, this coffee table, whatever it is, if you can create a comfortable workout space then you know that it's always going to be there. You're really comfortable in your own home. 
and uh, yeah, you're not going to have the smells, you're not going to have the <laughs> you know, loud noises, all the eyeballs, whatever it is that may kind of irritate you about walking into a commercial fitness facility. You have full control of the AC, that's a big plus. <laughs> that's true, you can create the perfect temperature if you have temperature controlled uh, living environment. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely a plus for sure. Um, okay, so we'll give the comfort to Home Gym. All right, equipment. This one's going to be, well, there's two more. So we got equipment, and then we got cost. And I think the okay. equipment one, yeah, the equipment one, it's going to be tough because yeah, most people will say, okay, I go to a commercial facility because they have all the equipment, all right? It's like, okay, yeah. well, great. Like, yeah, you have the option to use all of the equipment. Okay, well, you got to be honest with yourself and say, when you walk into the gym, do you use all the equipment? Like, do you use all of it? <laughs> That's a very <laughs> good point. How much equipment are you using? Because there's a lot of people that go to the gym, and the only thing that they do is maybe some cardio, and then they'll maybe go stretch a little bit. Or they'll do some light dumbbells or something, or play with the, you know, the gym ball, the stability balls. And it's like, okay, well, if all you're doing is some cardio and some stretching and some abs and some light dumbbell work, you can get all that equipment for a pretty reasonable price and have it with you every day. That's true. Uh, if and you're... over time, saving money. Yeah, oh, and over time. next point, we're talking about equipment. But still, yeah, double whammy. We can kind of find <laughs> the two. <laughs> so the other part is with the equipment. Okay, well, let's say you don't use the cardio equipment. Let's say you want to lift really heavy and you want uh, to be in the power rack or you want to be on the, you know, Olympic platform using uh, the bumper plates or you want to have, you know, 100 pound dumbbells, whatever it is. Okay, well, then, yeah, you'll have you'll need a little bit more space and you'll need to invest a little bit more money to have those options available to you. But you can get quality home gym equipment now. Um, that's a little bit more compact because you got to remember every time that you are in a commercial setting, you're getting commercial grade equipment that has to take a beating from hundreds of users every day. Where if you're buying something that's a little bit more uh, lightweight in terms of you know its size, uh, it's a little bit more compact, but it can still handle the load that you want to lift. You can buy smaller sized quality. Uh, you know, racks and benches and bars and dumbbells that will fit nicely into your home gym space and you can basically get the same quality workout. Um, obviously, you're going to need enough space for something like that, but in terms of not having the same type of equipment available to you as in a commercial facility, you can get pretty much any type of home gym equipment now um, that's made very well with any type of workout that you want to achieve. So, um, it's just, you know, it, it goes back to my point on equipment is when you go into what, when you're, what are you paying a membership for? Are you paying it just so you can go in and get some, some cardio or are you actually using it to its full capacity? Are you doing cardio? Are you lifting all, all the weights? Are you taking a class or here or there? Are you using the sauna? Are you using the pool? Are you using it as, you know, kind of a way for you to get ready before you go to work? You know, if you're somebody that's using all of those things, then yeah, the commercial gym might be uh, something that that you that you need to have. But if you find yourself only using a few different items in that commercial space, you're you're paying a membership for all of those uh, for all of those um, 
those uh those things in the in the gym so uh you don't want to be paying for something that you're not using basically so equipment wise i think i'm going to give this to um man this is so hard because i know there's a lot of i know there's a lot of equipment that it's difficult it's difficult to use at your home you can get quality home gym equipment um and use it for any type of training or any type of workout that you want to accomplish. So let I'm going to give it to the home gym just because you do have that option now. You can bring in pretty much any type of training equipment that you see at a commercial gym into your home. Um, and it's going to be a lot more cost effective in terms of the long-term cost. You're not going to have to pay a membership. Um, you're going to have it pretty much forever. Um, and the convenience of having it in your home is just going to be much more motivating uh, than having to go to a gym, you know, maybe using a few of their pieces of equipment, but then paying a premium price because uh, they're offering all the equipment to you, but you're not using it at all. So I hope that makes sense. What do you, well, how do no, you feel about this it, equipment issue? It really does, but I feel super torn like you. Like, I think I might give it to gyms only because I'm one of those people that goes into the gym and I like to use everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's what I, yeah, so like, that's kind of my main point. It's like, well, if you're somebody who likes to, you know, program your workouts or you know you need to do these types of workouts that utilize a lot of different pieces of equipment, well then yeah, that's going to be difficult because it's going to cost you a lot of money and you're going to need a lot of space to have all those things in your home. But if you're somebody that sticks to your consistent regular workout team that workout routine that only requires a few different items well it makes a lot more sense to just invest in those items and get them at your home because you know you're gonna use them a lot more um sorry yeah. but i hear what you're, I hear what you're saying because i yeah. you know there's and a lot like, of things to be fair too like i know you can get a great workout with only a few pieces of equipment and i that's what i've been doing for you know a few years like i canceled my gym membership a while back because I was like you know what like I just can't make it here all the time but I will say that I do enjoy all of the equipment that is there it's like a playground to me I love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's why we do what we do because we're crazy and love this stuff too much yes <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll split that one um, okay last one we'll kind of run through this real quick but the cost now there's a lot of ways you can look at this obviously it depends on what your gym membership is if you're paying a really high you know premium price for your gym membership and you're not seeing the progress or utilizing it as much as you thought uh, then it might that might be your indicator to say okay well let me just save this money and then you know save up for a few months and then I can basically put together a nice home gym with the money that I saved um, and try that out to see if you'll be more motivated and consistent to get your workouts in because that's the main point, right? Like it doesn't matter how expensive your gym membership is. It doesn't matter, you know, how awesome the services are. If you're not using it, if you're not going, it's not going to get you anywhere. Um, same is true with home gym equipment. If you spend a lot of money on a complete home gym, you still got to use it, but um, it's a little bit more motivating and it creates a little bit more sense of accountability if you know you've got that option in your home compared to, you know, having a gym membership, but then just 
not even using it, like just being happy with the option of having a, you know, home gym membership, which a lot of people have. They just like to feel like, okay, well, at least I have this option. And if I ever get up the motivation and have the time to go, then I'll go because I know I have it. Um, but that, that fails a lot of people. So I think it really depends on, um, you know, weighing the cost and the frequency that you're using the membership. If you're, if you're paying, you know, a lot of money for it, but you're using it all the time and you're seeing progress. Okay. Well then great. Um, you know, you, you may want to try to invest in a few small items just in case for whatever reason, uh, you know, your gym goes out of business, there's another pandemic, and you just want to have some kind of option available in your home um, uh, for that reason. But then, you know, you, everything opens back up again. Uh, maybe you find a new gym and you can go back to uh, your regular workouts. But if you're somebody that doesn't want to afford, you know, a premium price to go to a gym, or even if it's a, you know, a lower priced gym the concept still applies like it doesn't matter how cheap your gym membership is or how expensive your gym membership is even if you buy a cheap membership you still got to use that membership so if you're not using the membership what's the point of giving any money to <laughs> uh, the gym so just keep that in mind it, it's more so um, you know based off of how frequently uh, you use what you're paying for um, if you buy a piece of gym equipment, okay, you've bought it once, you've made that investment, but you're not going to be paying for it again in the future. Um, and you'll always have it, even if, you know, I guess there's potential that it could break or get, get damaged. But, um, you know, not like a, you're not stuck with a gym membership um, with the potential of that gym either going out of business or closing, or maybe you move somewhere and they don't have that gym in your area, or maybe you, you know, liked a specific instructor and that instructor leaves and now you're stuck with a gym membership that you're not going to use. Um, so it really just depends on, again, the motivation and the frequency that you use the gym membership. And then, um, you know, what kind of equipment are you trying to get if you're thinking about replacing um, the workouts that you do? So uh, how do you feel about cost in terms of, you know, paying for a gym membership, Sydney, or potentially investing in home gym equipment? Yeah, I'm all about investing in the home gym equipment. That's kind of why I was saying earlier, I mean, I love the gym, but I haven't had a gym membership in forever because I realized that I was hardly ever going. And I've had my home gym equipment, a lot of it for years, and it's still, it's still doing me great. I do workouts with it all the time. So I feel like that's been a great investment of my money over time um and i don't know i i i prefer that option personally yeah i agree so we kind of are going to answer the question here at the end and is so is or are is or are our home gyms the future of fitness because that's kind of the question we wanted to try to answer <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my gosh hopefully um we gave you a some good insight into the commercial gym industry. Uh, if you thought it was interesting, great. If not, then just stick to the home gym stuff that we talked about. Um, but I think that the take home point here is, you know, especially with all that's going on right now, I think a lot of people are, are figuring out that it's good to have that option at home uh, 
Um, Especially if they never thought about buying home gym equipment before, there's probably a lot of people that are like, wow, I got this home gym equipment and I'm doing a lot better in my fitness program. I'm seeing better results. I'm being more consistent and I'm doing it all at home. I'm saving money, but not having a gym membership fee. So I think you'll find a lot of people um, will start building their home gyms in the future, whether or not they use them independently of a commercial space, you know, because a lot of people are going to build a home gym right now and, you know, everything opens up and all these businesses and gyms, you know, are ready to welcome people back. Some people aren't going to go back because they're going to love their home gym. And some people say, some people will say, well, I have my home gym, which is great, but I also love going to the gym. Well, now I have two options. So it's even better. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of the, the main point is, um, you know, if, if, if you have to quit the gym, if something happens, your gym closes, if it shuts down, whatever it is, um, I think it's good to invest in home gym equipment specific to helping you reach your goals because it will always be there no matter what happens. And even if you end up getting a little burnt out on it and you want to go back to a gym, it's always going to be there for you in the future. Um, you know, if you regain that motivation or maybe you just continue to build on your home gym and make an awesome, even better home gym, um, in the future. So I hope this information helps again, it went a little long, but I think there was a lot of good information in there just to recap kind of, uh, our thoughts on home gym versus commercial home gym, um, based off of all of our thoughts, the home gym scored better for people that enjoy being alone obviously um for people in terms of uh, motivation we both said that the home gym can be a little bit more motivating we both said that the home gym gives you a little bit more flexibility it's more convenient it can be more comfortable and has a little bit uh has a little bit is more cost effective um the commercial gym is going to give you a little bit more social connectivity Um, It's definitely going to be the number one place for uh, proper instruction. And then Sydney and I split on urgency and equipment. So we're obviously totally biased because we work for (laughs) a gym company. Um, But we definitely think that investing in a home gym is going to be great for most people, regardless if you have a gym membership or not. Uh, If you don't have either, start with a home gym. Um, because you're going to be the most comfortable at home. Uh, start with something small. We have lots of workouts on our YouTube channel you can check out just to get started. Um, and then if you're somebody that is still struggling on, you know, deciding what to do, should I go back to the gym? Uh, should I buy home gym equipment? Uh, I would advise you, you know, do do both. Like having both options is going to be the best case scenario for more, for most people. Um, just in case you need that extra motivation, you want access to that uh, better equipment, you don't, you know, want you want to create a little bit more urgency by not missing a class at your commercial gym, uh, but then having the option of being super comfortable, um, you know, just having that availability to to work out in your own own home. So, hope this episode helped. Um, Future of fitness is still going to be going strong. Uh, I don't think commercial gyms are going anywhere. They should bounce back nicely. Um, But definitely encourage everyone 
to, if you haven't done so already, start looking into how to build your own home gym. I'm going to post a link because we've written probably a dozen articles on different, um, you know, home gym topics. So I'll, I'll send the, the link to this uh, podcast in the show notes. Um, so you can check out all those articles on how to build a home gym on a budget. Uh, what are the, you know, what are the best home gym treadmills? What is the best home gym strength training equipment? Um, we've got a lot of good information there. So whew, that was a long Woo! one, but it was good. All right. Stay tuned next week. We'll be back bringing you some more helpful, useful health and fitness information. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. See ya.